You're listening to Mischief Media. Welcome back to Pottercast Talks About The Last of Us. <laughs> we have decided to just start talking about other things that we're into because if you're still here on Pottercast, there is a chance that you just like listening to us talk. Yes? <laughs> we love yeah. you for it. Hello, hello. Yeah. We like sharing and things. We, we like to talk with each other or about each other, as Frankie said last week. Oh, yeah. <laughs> about yeah you were like we like to talk about each other and the one oh no that's not what i meant it's very cute i mean that's another podcast tune into my secret podcast where i talk about john and last week we intended to do episodes one and two we only got through episode one and i know frankie you feel like episode two is going to be fast but a lot happens in episode two episode two opens in jakarta actually with the scene of the woman eating in the restaurant and the jakartan police come together yep. so they come and pick this woman up from restaurant where she's eating, again, eating salad, nothing bread on her yeah. plate. And they come and get her. Just these police just pull her out of lunch. She thinks she's committed a crime. And they take her actually for her expertise in mycology, which is the study of mushrooms and fungi. And they have, you remember this scene now, Frankie, where they... Where she goes and she studies. Yeah. Her, oh, oh. she said, no, this can't possibly be in humans. No, when she said a city. Yeah. <laughs> like, it had me thinking, like, if somebody picked you up off the street like that, like, looking like FBI or whatever, and they're like, it's a national security emergency, like, what do you think they would need you for? Something like that where it's like a military situation. Uh-huh. I would wonder what she did, which is, did I commit a sure. crime? Right. Yeah. I think that would be my first thought, too. No one would need me in the apocalypse. No one would <laughs> be wants. like, we have a dramatic Harry Potter emergency. Yeah, we have a dramatic we fantasy emergency. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm going to, I'll draw you yeah, a picture. Someone needs to storyboard this for the government. And planner logistics <laughs> Yeah. in the apocalypse might right. actually, now that I think about it, what am I talking about? That's true. I may not be the logistics guy at my company, but I could do it, have done it. What about you, John? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, like a lot of my skill sets without electricity would be really hard up for being able to do anything. I don't know. But but they have electricity. They just, it's just not widespread. They yeah. have generators. But John, I think that you could probably take a non-connected computer and program mm-hmm. lots of little things that would be indispensable. Oh, probably. And highly specialized mm-hmm. knowledge. And then yeah. they'll start making local networks, not internet, uh-huh. but they'll start making local networks around towns yeah. and stuff. And you might be in heavy demand. Oh, shoot. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of like, like Nick Offerman. Yeah. Yeah. Hell of a setup. I'm excited to you, talk about it. I can't wait to talk about that. All right. I know we want, I know we really want to talk about it. Yeah. But let's creep but. our way through. I was using it as an yeah. example. Yeah. She called it a specific cordyceps. It's called Ophiocordyceps. And I don't know if it's the only cordyceps, but is. It is the one that's in that planet Earth. That's a specific genus of cordyceps. Mm. Deceps? Cordyceps. That's in, we all know the planet Earth video of the stuff coming out of the ant's the head. Poor, poor ants. Poor ant. Mm. When do you think, when this woman was picked up, when do you think she knew do you, that this was, we were done? The second she saw the slide? The second she saw the body? Or in that moment where he says that other people are missing? In my head, it's probably when she realized the fungus can grow in the body. Like, like, this is impossible. Because that seems to be, like, from the first episode, that the fact that there was a mutation that let them grow in temperatures. Yeah. But I just find that fact interesting. So maybe... I think that if you had to point it, probably panicking when she realized that it could use a human as a host and probably had a little bit of hope. She thought that maybe they had it somehow contained, but when they realized that there were people that they lost track of, I'm sure that was ball game for sure. But one of my questions that I still have about this whole thing that I don't know if we have any kind of answer for is like any mutation, something had to have put it over the edge. It's say just temperature is the X factor that they had to wait for. If not this location, if not this substrate, like the understanding would be that it could have just 
occurred? I think it probably was occurring someplace else also, but it spread because like so the book it's called the Bogusari flour mills. They mm-hmm. are in uh, Jakarta. It's the mm-hmm. largest flour mill in the world. So it probably, my guess is if it's mutating, it's taking, it's sprouting to other places as yeah. well. This was mm-hmm. the flashpoint, the moment that you can't put the pin back in the grenade. Yeah. Question. Um, I guess I just assumed that the outbreak was like happened around the world. It wasn't just happening in one spot. Okay. It's because of the flower And products. so it be, it's because of that. You hear in it the first episode, I you hear on the radio problems in jakarta like it has it doesn't happen all around the world on one day Mm. it's as that substance gets around the world before they could realize right i have so many questions Mm. what happened to the president what's going on in dc i would love to see what happened in dc like even if like they lost control for a little while like they were able to like make these quarantine zones are you telling me that like nowhere in dc is there a quarantine zone but you got to think that would be where the most heavily locked down militaries yeah and like anybody left wouldn't they want to like come back and see like all of the supplies all of that would be there from a purely voyeuristic gamer standpoint i so badly want them to make new york and dc what's going on the Disney parks. Oh my god, yeah. Oh, how fun. Ooh, that'd oh, be interesting. Wow. Right? Roller coasters. Yeah. What's going on at the Alamo? There are so many places in America that I want them. Thinking like Antarctica, like assuming nice that they didn't live. they didn't get a shipment of grain, like how quickly did they realize it was the grain? Maybe they avoided it for a while and they see what's happening on the news. They're still like, oh man, that, what a crazy situation. I'm hungry. I'm going to get a sandwich. And then, sorry. There it is. <laughs> Game over. Yeah. I think it Ugh. just, if it was something like COVID, where there's a 10 day incubation period, mm-hmm. or that it takes a little longer to spread, I think we'd, they'd be in a better place. But because by the time you tell people not to eat it, yeah. it is already out in the world. Plus, one person can infect so many people, plus, it lasts so long. There's so many factors. Yeah that it just there's just no shot to mm-hmm. stop that once you and it if say if like i had it and it's like <laughs> like you would get it and then die or would only become a zombie if you died type of in thing in the show it's biting or uh-huh. liquid transfer blood mm-hmm. or fluid transfer in the game if you cough no but if you give off spores so the infected person will either Continue growing and become a clicker, become a bloater, get bigger and bigger, or lay down and die. And one of the things the fungus does is instruct its host to lay down and die in a place where it can multiply the most. So that's why you see this like big collections of fungus, because they'll just settle down and become piles of mold, and that's where all the spores come from in the game. Mm. But they've changed the spores to like these under. I think this. Yeah. I think uh, th- at the end of, of episode two, not to get ahead of ourselves, was that like a spore thing? And in- they've that, changed. Yeah, that is actual. If you look up the cordyceps, that's what it looks like. That slimy, wormy. That's yeah. what. Yeah. And they've made it like it was so creepy was not in the game. Yeah, not in the game, but not it's also quite. it worked. It was yeah. very. And it feels like it's growing out of the existent wet tissue in your body. Right, it feels. Mm-hmm. Like, that's what would happen. Yeah. Booty. Soup, soup, soup's gross. Great acting in that opening scene mm-hmm. by the old, both of them, mm-hmm. but the older woman especially. She's apparently some very famous person in, I think, oh, really? Asian film. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I should have looked her up. I, I thought you were going to say, like, she's actually, like, a specialist in, like, funguses and everything else that they just... Do you know? It's, man, it's, there's a lot of fungus stuff in pop culture these days the star trek discovery anthony's playing or will be playing for one more season a mushroom specialist a fungus specialist as well oh here you are mycology who knew not your ecology that was maybe the worst joke you've ever made <laughs> no there's a long list Hold on. so she tells them to bitty oh, which is not like thing that you would expect her or anyone to to say 
lightly. We see no. how, how polite she is and how considerate she is and everything else like earlier on in her scenes. So for her to come at them with that, it's like, oh man, this is serious. It's also the first word that's recognizable in English. It's an interesting choice. There's mm -hmm. this long pause, there's all, all this yeah. chatter, and then she just goes, boom. And yeah. it's just, it hits so strongly. Yeah. And then she says she wants to go home. She wants to go home and be with her family. Fair. <laughs> I don't know what I would do in that situation. I don't want... You would try and leave, right? Wouldn't you try to... Like, it sounds like she's going home to wait to be blown up. Well, I feel like she just imagines that there's not a good likelihood to... Uh, Get out. To, yeah. uh, escape the situation. Survive. Yeah, it's very depressing. She will not be All one right. of the last of them. No. <laughs> oh wow, that's so rude. That's super rude. What's going on with the Eiffel Tower? Well, what's going on? There's a note in the second game, a minor note, that if when you go by Las Vegas, you mm. can still hear them screaming inside all the hotels. Oh god! That it's just you don't go near Vegas. Oh god! Everybody just. What do you mean screaming? Scream. The clickers and the bloaters and the whoever is in. Because it's so badly infected because it's just such a glut of people. Yeah. Oh, man. He, they, like, they, like, sorry, like, but they, they, they actually scream? I know they go, like, I don't know. I, I haven't experienced sure. this yet. So, like, it's just new to me. And so, like, I, I there's something, there's something really creepy about the stowing and, and, like, not like they're aggressive physically, but they don't like. Yeah, yeah, like that kind of a screeching. Yeah, I guess I've seen this is that like they spooky. do have was evolution where they start out as like they can run and they can click and then they can bloat or whatever it is. And like it's been 20 years when we pick up with Joel again. Like only people mm -hmm. that should be still running and clicking are the ones that were more recently did. But like after a while, you would have to run out of people, right? Except for the no, ones Joel. that survived up till that hmm. point. But there's only so many people that survived up till that point. Joel says in this, they answer this a little bit in this episode. Ellie asks how long infected last. And he says some of them a few months and some of them have been going, have been moving for 20 years. And that mm. is why I want the I want the creators to address the logic. Yeah, right? I, I love it. Do I'm they sure they eat? have it. What do they eat if they're yeah. all trapped in the Las Vegas hotel and there's no humans to feed? Do they eat each other? What sure. happens? Ooh, they have to eat each other, right? Because like, ooh, mm. maybe they eat the girl out of them, like, and then it feeds gross. it. I have I a like really it. gross theory on what would happen. Will and I talked about this. What would happen if a pregnant person was infected? Mm. That if the baby is sufficiently along and has developed into a human, that it would see that child as food. Oh, no. Sorry, I should really trigger warning. <clears throat> I should really have trigger warned that. Gross. Like the baby's going to eat the body? No, that the host. No, like they oh. eat the baby. So it would depend on like, like where it is. Like they the baby? I thought right. I thought you were gonna say that somehow like the host would be like instructing the fetus via whatever sort of stem cell like instruction to be like okay so there's some cordyceps out here now and y'all need to like adjust your programming to like counteract like if you ever encounter these cordyceps here's how to defeat them. So honestly, I think that ha that may be how Ellie became immune. I think her oh. mother got bit. Right before she gave birth. Oh, shit. Like and right before? She, like right before. And she gave birth in enough time for it to be present in the child, but the child to create antibodies. Because we know that the COVID vaccine is passed down. Okay. Wait, the COVID vaccine is yes, passed down? Yes, mom gets vaccinated, the child is vaccinated. That's wild. That's wild. But oh, or like if a woman pregnant after the... I don't the, know. I'm sure if while she's pregnant, but I'm not sure if... You get pregnant. Yeah. After. Okay. Yeah. And I was hearing like breast milk could somehow also trans transfer the vaccine. Oh, interesting. But I don't know if that was for real or not. Yeah, breast milk's it's so strange to be in this time of like somewhat un like unknown science on like an important thing we haven't collected. One day, enough. one day we'll yeah, know it all. But eventually yeah. we'll know and we'll look back and be like, damn, like they were wasting all that time like wiping down their boxes of cereal. Anyway, to get back to the episode, I loved and I laughed when, first of all, I love this the shot of Ellie curled up 
in the grass sleeping. It's just mm. it's like innocent in nature and it's so bright and she's like all alone and she's curled up like she's in a womb. She turns around and <laughs> Tess and Joel have their gun. Yeah, like because that's the moment <laughs> she's going to wake up and have been turned, right? They're just waiting. They're just waiting for it to happen. No, they've never seen it not happen to any. They're very skeptical. I would be skeptical too. Shit. And then how do we know how long she was in there? She says that her arm is three weeks. She says that her arm is three weeks old. The bite. And did she know she was immune until that point? Or that was a discovery for her as well? discovery for her as well. Ellie. discovery for her as well. You'll learn more about that later. How far have you watched so far, Frankie? Uh, Again, like I watch more is... I'm excited to watch and discuss about it, but this is an effort yeah. for me. Okay. Oh, I'm so sorry, Frankie. Was, was it three so spooky much... for you? He was different uh, because, yeah, that one that was that was a different type of like tenseness. Yeah, where is this going? How is it going to handle it? And so it was different. It wasn't I didn't get to have to worry about. Um, yeah, which is nice, but there's the whole ugly part of humanity that comes with zombie stories yeah. that oh it God, gets taxing for me. Frankie, oh. My God. oh. Yeah, episode eight is going to be real hard for you, Frankie. Just yeah, Bree and I were watching that, thinking like, oh, no. Frankie. I wonder if we, I wonder if we do a joint watch with you for that. Well, I'll see. I, I will definitely know more once I like. I'll start watching episode four this week. Now that we're talking about three. yeah, do four and five. And so I'll I'll know more about this once I once I get deeper. Do you think Tess knows about Sarah? Do you think Tess knows Joel's histories? I expect her to, to know about uh, Sarah. Honestly, like. They, got, daughter, they right? got close. Or is Joel is meant to be in a relationship with Tess. Not that Joel's like a suggested. I'm sure like hasn't had any therapy since the whole Sarah situation. Like there is, there's no therapy. Yeah, maybe he's had some heart to hearts mm. with, uh, true. with Tess. There's definitely but not a lot of therapy Tess going around had, those parts. Tess had her own heartache, her own situation with her own child at one point that Joel was yeah. around to be there. So I would think it would have come up. Can you? Is that from the game? I don't remember this. Uh, let me try to remember this. So Tess had a child that at one point became infected and she didn't have it in her to put the child down. And so they ended up locking the child in, in a basement, essentially. That's right. Where do we find that out? I don't remember, honestly. And half of me now wonders if this is not the person that Ellie encounters when they went to that, to uh, Joel was like, I stashed some guns here or whatever. And then Ellie finds Oh, if that's... That would actually make sense. Like, why would they put him there? But that'd be wild. They wrote it for the show, but they never shot it. It was a backstory for Tess. Craig Mazin revealed this. Tess had a kid. She had a husband. She had a son, and they were infected. She had to kill them. She killed her husband, but could not kill her son. She locked him in the basement, where theoretically he's still a clicker. So there is a basement someplace. Ew. Where Tess's son is still clicking around. Like, what would you do in that situation? It's like you have a child. The child has no hope of recovering. Do you really are like? If you don't kill this child, you know the existence it's going to have. I don't understand the choice to just not want to... Even if by the time it ever gets killed by somebody, if ever, it has to go through the long, artist, painful, losing your mind to the cordyceps stage. Like, you're, that had to be, it has to be a nightmare. Yeah. Like, how do you not want to want them to avoid that? Yeah, I, I, I would. To me, it seems seems like a mercy to do some sort of situation yeah. where you talk to them and tell them. Well, just have Joel then, do it. Like, there's this book that I, I need to remember the title of it because Jem read it, read it. But it's there's this it's this world where people's organs mm. fail, and like if kids get it, like they die, and so they have like these Disneyland parks to euthanize children God, what so they, because they know they're gonna die they know they can't live this is real no it's re- but he said it was a real oh, okay. no, it's a book, oh, book. Say, what? um and so it's like a disneyland like it's like the, uh, that's Make normal of the world because only the rich Make a wish, but a, 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 only rich can afford to like there's the main character is like who's like nine because his family's rich and can can change his order a couple months wow. but other kids have to like otherwise they just go to this like disneyland park and the kids know oh. and it's like this whole thing it's this whole culture think- and so it's like this but at the same time, the stigmatism is gone because that's their reality. Like Jem read it, and he said that it's a very gentle and charming that's read. Jem the concept Lemaine. really freaks yeah. me. 
Um, it sounds. But like, I think evasion. First of all, you think the people would just stop similar. reproducing because if you know that you're, you think the, like humanity would end. Yeah. But what we're really talking about where this is concerned is terminal chronic illness, right? We're talking about cancer. We're talking about ALS. We're talking yeah. about terminal MS. Not MS is not terminal, but like when things have developed that you can't really move. We're talking this. It's really an allegory for chronic illness. I mean, a lot of chronic illness in those so situations. Long thing, dementia, really dementia is I the feel big like one for this, right? What makes all those things as awful as they are relative to just getting hit by a car is how long drawn out that illness right. is. And like the infection stage to the transformed stage is hours. Right, but we're talking about they're still in there. Yeah. But they can't be themselves until they become, we suspect, until yeah. it's like clicker stage, right? Yeah. So how is that different? And I'm not saying it is or isn't, but is that different from somebody being trapped in dementia? Is They also yeah. become a killing machine, so that's a whole other layer. I wonder yeah. if we're ever going to get yeah. any kind of story or canon in some form that talks about the scientists that survived how they were able to get to the point where they had this device that they can scan somebody and tell if they're infected. Like all of this shit would have had right. to have come after. And like I've seen people in the Last of Us subreddit talk like and say, oh, I, I'm actually in this field. Like, this is how this would have had to have worked or whatever. Interesting. You don't just stumble upon this technology at somewhere. Right. At some point, they had to have been doing the experiments on people. Like maybe even experiments on like humans that they intentionally to see how long things take and wait to see what markers show up in the blood and everything else. And like maybe that's what happened in D.C. Who knows? I You'd have to think there is a plan uh, in place someplace, at least in America and other first mm -hmm. world countries that has a list of people much like who you would collect after a nuclear fallout but for a terminal mm. pandemic like this where there are certain scientists yeah. there are certain engineers there are certain you would think we have seen that all by now after you COVID. would think all but like came out of the woodwork but covid that. didn't turn people into killing machines and it didn't right. turn, it wasn't tearing down cities as horrific as it was so like you wonder if there is a kind of emergency plan where you gather these specific people and get them into a bunker, mm. isolate them, quarantine them, make sure they're not infected, and then they get to work on fixing whatever it is, and it has generators. There was an interview recently where Neil Druckmann said that he thinks there's more story to tell in The Last of Us. Good. Frankie, I won't spoil because part two is part two, but I personally think they're working on three now, and I yeah. hope it goes into some of that. Yeah, I would love to. I'd love it if it would. I, it's hard to talk about this without talking more about what happens and where they lead things into. But I agree that, like, I was able to imagine in my head canon what happens next. And I feel like there's plenty there to draw on and also plenty of big gaps to fill in satisfying ways. I hope that they do more. I'm, the most recent episode eight, they just said is like the most viewers that they've had so far 75 percent higher than the premiere like wow. that's oh my all of you people are insane <laughs> i'm forcing myself to watch this show and you guys are wanting more oh. i'm sitting here cringing and getting nervous and i realize how do you guys like i don't know what is driving masochism this? i'm doing it because i want to talk to you masochism what? Mm, We're, okay. It's like story masochism. Like I want a story to destroy yeah. me. There is some media that I can watch that yeah, makes me think, feel yeah. uncomfortable. But when I watch this, aside from like the human on human violence, like I don't squirm at this. Like I'm right. curious about this. It's, it feels like a yeah. mystery. I joke a lot about masochism. Mm, I joke that it's okay. like to be because and part of that is, yes, I want a story to wreck me. But the humanity in this story and the story that is ultimately told with it is one of the best stories i play mm. the that's first fair. Game. that's a good observation yeah i play the first game repeatedly because not because i love fighting zombies but because i love the emotions the arcs i've only played the second game like two or three times because it is not the first story is about love and the second story is about revenge so it's not as it's mm -hmm. not a good a place to sit in and it's not as enjoyable on purpose it is that is the yeah. point of that game which is really another topic mm. for another time but can you have revenge one, without love hmm. 
Revenge? Yes. Revenge Revenge just needs a strong emotion and like a, and for justice. I, don't, I think there's a lot well, of Well, like what are you from. getting revenge for if not something you petty. loved being petty revenge? Yeah. You know. mean real like vengeance? Yeah, cuz part of me like I honestly the part of me that's just like that's not fair you got away with it. So fuck you. That's like I'm going to tell and I want you to get in trouble. And so like but I don't that's Is that love kind of revenge for that, like justice or if that's me being mad at somebody for getting away with I'm something? I'm saying that I don't like agree the with. kind of so, like, there's an kind of revenge it. that you wake up with morning vengeance. after morning. Yeah, having something that Blood needs thirst. to be satisfied. Like that I think that requires not, love. That is something that, yeah, I yeah. think it has to be have, born from have, that. Yeah, I think the offense love. has to have been rooted in love. I think that's astute. Because I don't like, okay, look, at, I'm going to use a very trite or I don't know, very binary example. Like when it comes to certain uh, Rokin, like I want, like there's like a revenge energy that I want, like Cation for the, the travesties that I, I'm regret, I, I'm lacking to see the love there sure. other than it's it's uh, or it's it's me reacting to the lack well, of it's not the love that you have them. for them it's 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 the exactly that, that's what i mean like so where would the, the love, love be in that situation the love and the mourning that you feel for your world your country your fellow citizens that they have in the presence of these sorts of people getting into positions yeah of power yeah like it's valid to me that's more the negative space of love but it's still the same word i same guess in concept because it's it's well, the something absence was taken of, from yeah. you something important still... to you was taken from you <laughs> there's a lot of in that yeah. deep thoughts with deep thoughts. i think that's an i'm still like the watching is like i think so much of my internal life was really 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 uncomfortable that every media i watch is just escape mm -hmm. like i don't like watching things that make me sad or make me think about about uh and so if there's no escapism to it or beauty no, to I it that. it's harder for me to like to watch but i think everyone has that to a certain extent so i don't like yeah i feel I that know, and anyway. i not i was thinking about that I last think week that's like certain people will feel certain things like more and again not to get way ahead of ourselves but there's some things that happened in the episode just yesterday that's highly triggering in ways that every episode previously hasn't been yet they really outdo themselves yeah. every week <laughs> truly yeah. there's this hilarious meme that's going around with bernie sanders goes and below is once again i am sobbing at that zombie tv show <laughs> it's like yeah it's a, a zombie adventure that somehow manages to be freaking devastating every week right yeah so good he said that oh you know that bernie sanders <laughs> gift it says i am once again and then they like and once again the, asking. It's like i'm once again sobbing oh. at that zombie television show <laughs> i have such okay. the visceral loves that i think i've mentioned this before that i have in the game is exploring post-apocalyptic worlds there is such it's so attractive to walk in ruined not like i would want to do it in my life but there is some that voyeuristic look at lives that got paused yeah. walking into like old buildings and old spaces that people used to be in there's something cool about that so when yeah. they walk out into yeah. boston and like the buildings are leaning on each other and they go mm -hmm. into a place that used to be a state house it used to be a place of government and now it's just an old ruin there's something it feels mythical there's got to be something to that because this is yeah happening in lots of media and or at least lots of you know similar my sister anna is in love with this game fallout oh i play fallout and yeah very popular game fallout you play fallout, fallout forever. 4 is the one that she's never been playing yeah she's constantly yeah. she's i'm like i don't understand because i haven't really played it through yet but just existing in that world is so interesting to her yeah and it's post-apocalyptic skyrim yeah that's what it is it's the same game studio too there you go they make yeah. good games yeah yeah i feel like if i had to try to put my finger on it it's almost like you have the ability to see like what happens after like your own life is over and if you things that men get preoccupied with like their mortality i'm sure is high on the list and so yeah. to have a chance to peak your timeline 
and see what was left behind. What it's happens like, when all this ends? When yeah. we shuffle off everything. Yeah. It's such a cool. Yeah, I guess to, it, I guess it just it goes to the more of the zombie narrative. Could give me like an abandoned theme park that's mm-hmm. overgrown? Oh my yeah. god, yeah, that's really cool. But then I can't divorce the fact that like all these people left their things behind because zombies ate yeah, them. Yeah, but just forget and about so that. Then it, it just colors <laughs> yeah. it. But just right? for a minute, that's what I hope. Like DC is completely abandoned and we get to walk around in it. Mm. I want a video game. I don't know if one mm. does this. I want a video game to make a faithful replication of the White House. I want to walk around in it. Oh, what Same a national thing. security hazard that would be. Ooh. That's valid. <laughs> <laughs> no, like here's. I remember pictures, when there's pictures of the blue. Like there's pictures of it all online. Like you know what I'm saying. There are video games. Blueprint. I feel like it might have been a Grand Theft Auto, or it was something that was like making like a. Block for block, you know, mile for mile, recreation of Manhattan, and wow. it was the first. Did that in Grand Theft Auto? Well, um, what I'm saying is that like they got put off from that early on because of like these, like it wasn't too far long after 9/11. So like, the idea is it's like you're creating things that could help terrorists train on how to orchestrate. What I'm talking about would be about as useful as watching The West Wing. Or yeah. making a 3D model on your computer. <laughs> like, they're not going to talk about where the entrances and exits are and how to get past security. It's going to be, like, the stuff that's online, but your video game character can walk through it. Yeah, not totally. Yeah. But Because it's fun. It's that voyeuristic, let me touch it. Do you know that there's a replica of the Oval Office at the New York Archives? There's a three-quarters replica. Oh, that's and you cool. can just walk into it. It was very cool. Three-quarter? Yeah, it's pretty. That's interesting. It's, so it's like you feel big It feels in big, there. but it actually feels very small. So if it's three-quarters... Well, it's not like you would feel yeah, big. Yes, you do feel big in there. I'm a monster. But it makes you think that the, the Oval <laughs> Office isn't actually that big. Yeah. I've been in the Reagan Oval Office. Like, they have a recreation of it at the Reagan Museum. I think it's the same size. In X-Men 2, nope. they made a recreation of the Oval Office in for the one. scene with Nightcrawler at the um, What we're else? Off, we're way off topic. We're not even at episode three yet, but that's okay. You want to know something funny, though, you guys? Like you're talking about walking around recreations of things like accurately. That's a reason a lot of people are playing that Hogwarts video game. They made that castle. They made that castle. Every room, every closet, every everything that you could design, they did. Textured. Oh, that's where I've seen a lot of it. Like it's all over YouTube. And uh, the emotional complications. Right. (laughs) It's such a fuck. Crazy. I still use your example of J.K. Rowling pooping in the pool. I think it's such a great way to explain <laughs> it's it. It's just... Because like, the pool's still there. It's still right. Harry Potter. It's just they're knitting now. I, like, that's cool and wonderful and everything, but it's still fictional. I like <laughs> recreations of real, like, real shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's really fun. I mean, I ain't going to pretend I mean, I, that I we didn't, I don't like, dislike, yeah. traipse around Scotland trying to find some, like, imaginary version of it and then it's pretend, like, we we're not... That. We're not going to get excited when they actually John, make it in the damn are, computer. We are trying not to I understand. be pissy I understand. about this thing. <laughs> I get you. I get you. Don't complicate things. Hey, okay. YouTube is a thing. Yeah, it's a really complicated thing for a lot of people. Oh, yeah. It's, yeah, it's Back to the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, the hotel scene is actually from Pittsburgh in the game when they go to Pittsburgh. But they moved it to Boston. I thought it was really sweet so we can have that moment of them kind of Again, being in a hotel, being in a ruined yeah. old remnant of the, yeah. the world. Yeah, that was cool. So the hotel is where what's your face like pulls the, the her. That's at the end of the episode, yeah, right? That's the end. That's the state house. Okay, cool. I was thinking. One thing I didn't get is why did she take forever to light that stupid lighter? I counted. When there were, I counted. There were grenades around. There were her. almost forty clicks. There were. Th- I counted thirty-nine clicks and. You know, usually there's like a trope of three. Now in two different episodes, LES or something bad's in a back room and he goes, only you. So I'm like waiting for the mm-hmm. third one. I'm ho- I, I think it's probably going to be in the last episode. But this was 39. She tries. And I think it was just, just tension. Yeah. I mean, wonderful tension. Yes. It's it wonderful lo- yeah. tension. But it's just one of those things that like, I really, like, I don't know what, I, I guess you want the grenades there for effect or something, but it just seems, it would have been wise just because, <laughs> just because like my attention stayed yeah. on it. No, I loved it. Just like, you guys ever see, did you? Uh-uh. No. 
Avatar: no, The no, Way we of Water. See it, so don't. It's don't, not great. Really. Okay, so maybe we. I thought you were telling us to, oh, to go see it. No, no, you were saying to go see something else. Because I needed to talk about it, how it's like for his new clothing. Oh. Like, and I'm like, this is this is bad, right? Like, there's a MacGuffin in there. No mm. other. It seems to have anyway, disappeared from the discourse really quickly, Frankie. Just like last time. I hope so. It's a conspiracy. Yeah, People love that. Love it's a conspiracy it. Conspiracy. Anyway, no one's actually going to see it. It's just James Cameron running out and buying tickets. You know something else? Seriously, yeah. like he probably would. Billionaire Sorry. or something. If you were Elon Musk and you had that many billions, you can just buy a billion dollars worth of tickets and then it's done a billion dollars at the box office. You could. Hey guys, let's all distribute our wealth. Let's do that. Let's tell a billionaire some money. <laughs> Ugh, it makes me so sad when I think about billionaires. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, many of them have become very disappointing. Anyway, and so then, do you, Ellie, besides when she got infected, there's probably no billionaires. Do you think the time when Ellie got infected was the first time she saw an infected? Like running around and uh, like for, close for to real? it. Um, I don't know actually. I don't know how it, like, sheltered existence was in the She's pool. never seen anything. She's never yeah. seen. A, she's, she's never been, been on the outside car. of the QZ, and if there's not been infected in yeah, the that was QZ, cute. then maybe she hadn't seen one. Yeah, I wonder. What is the quarantine zone? The quarantine zone where we're yeah. Boston? There's in major cities have quarantine zones where they shuffled people in if they had enough room. And if they didn't have room for you, they took you out of your home and then shot you. Yep, which is super cool. As we learned in the Epis- beginning of the third episode. <laughs> One thing I uh, like. Tess made a comment earlier in that episode talking about how zombies or the mushrooms are more connected than you realize yeah. type of thing. And then that's when they were looking down and they were all like wiggling and sun. Right. And then later in the episode, when you uh, light that stupid lighter for 39 times, like one of them to yeah. her and just came over and like did that, that creepy. And so like, it makes me like, that's into that. In the, they, uh, sorry. In the, in the video game, can they like telepathically, there's no talk to each other for lack of well, a better they word. They echolocate with each other, but there's no indication yeah. that they can re- like they what, they do know when a non-infected is around because they uh-huh. attack. It's but really interesting. I, w- so, but they can tell when someone's infected, though they can kind of like on them. I would imagine, right? You can feel it, and that is true of mold because like that connectivity is. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's <laughs> sentient, like they're talking about, but there is a connectivity aspect to mold. I'm talking out of my butt about this, but I believe that is true. In the games, do they attack each no. other? No. What did you make, guys? What did you all make of the kiss? What did you think that was behind that? I at first was like, "This is absolutely ridiculous! What in the hell are they doing here?" And then God, it was so creepy, though. It was creepy as hell. It I was a really it. interesting visual, but not seeing anything like that ever happen in the game. My first reaction was like, "What in the hell?" And then I digested mm-hmm. a little bit more. I listened to the podcast, like a good mm-hmm. fan that I am. And they talk about <laughs> the fact that in every other instance that we've seen humans interacting with these things, like they have been resisting most often with violence, the infected and the whole life form. If you want to think of it as like a collective it can appreciate and recognize threats and will respond to the threats accordingly and usually like with violence. But when it encounters Tess and it recognizes that, yeah, there are like grenades around here, but she's not attacking any of us. They don't feel like they have to engage with her like that like alternatively you know, part B to this thought is that they recognize she already is infected. But she's just so early on that they recognize maybe they can accelerate it a little bit by getting in and giving her a face full, whatever it is they've got in their mouths. I don't know. Whatever it is they've got in their mouth. Some Will said, Will and I thought. Wait, it, I have a question. Oh, go ahead. Um, so you said that the the podcast said that it was because she was. They did make a point to say that she wasn't resisting. And if you're not resisting them, resisting. they're not going to come at you with, with violence. But it's not just that she wasn't resisting. It's that she's one of them and she wasn't resisting. Yeah, that, that could be it too. There's lots of other humans that don't resist and still get attacked. I think ultimately they would still walk up to yeah. you and bite you, but they might not knock you down first. They might right. like try to just shove it apart. through your ears or your eyes. But I would, you know, mm. biting is also attacking in this instance. From, yeah. 
Yeah, to to pull out my storyteller <laughs> tool, like I would like the fact that they had her have that scene with Ellie talk about like they're connected, blah, blah, blah. And then at the end of them having that such a poetic mm-hmm. scene that was so creepy, magic. And and part of the, the reason I like, like part of me, the reason I want the grenades to be out of that mm-hmm. situation is because was she was like the mushrooms telling her not to light it. And so was that her struggling and the, her fight was like, and so like, I thought there was a take of it that the mushrooms, like because they're so symbiotic and they're already taking on, like she's infected. It was going yeah. like, no, we're not going to let you do this. We know what you're doing. You're not going to blow. And then they kissed and then she did it. I anyway. perceived it as yeah. that's one. Yeah. I perceived it as welcoming her in yeah and like the cordyceps in her connect because it was at the neck right Mm -hmm. so the cordyceps in her connecting Mm -hmm. to the cordyceps in him she is now part of the network yeah totally Um, i feel like that's just like a oh you're not connected you're not online yet i'm gonna come connect you i do feel like (laughs) all of this though is like working backwards from the fact that ultimately they decided they wanted to see affected essentially kiss somebody who is still at that point mostly human and have the kiss be the vehicle for the infection in that way and when you think about how thematically this whole season is meant to be love types of love and the ways that you can express love in this world and how that can be of a reason to continue going on when it's gone like we see in episode three like that's the hopeless feeling that makes you think i don't want to live anymore not the fact that they're in the post-apocalyptic like insane situation having the love and then losing it i like that analysis of it i think there's a lot to that there's an argument that the cordyceps is alive and trying to protect itself as well and is just evolving i yeah I liked it. Like it seemed as too like in a world building devoid of like the nuance character. Like I like the notion that the the fungus is connected. It recognizes that is a very healthy host, and mm. so if they get another like boomp, like she's she's that's a, a very a body, and so like that is just gonna like that's her final dose. Now she's full zombie, and look how healthy she is. Like this one wasn't decaying. This one got a little bite. Yeah. Like that in my head was part of it too, but that is more. Exactly. This is more world building, but I like that. in my head, I can see oh, it working totally. that way too. It can be, it can be <laughs> Whoops, all of it. What a mistake. Boom. Yeah. She's like, oh, she betrayed us. Tess is such a badass. In the game, Frankie, Tess just, Fedra shows up mm-hmm. in the game. They uh-huh. are chasing these people who left the QZ, and Tess takes down a bunch of them to slow it down, and then you enter a whole fight to get out of the building. Like, Everything in the game, all this story is interspersed with so much more fighting and so much mm-hmm. many more impossible situations yeah. because it's a video game. it's a game. game. There has to be. It would be lame yeah. if there wasn't fights constantly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it would be very weird and if there were that And it would be boring if it was always just infected that you were fighting. But for the yeah. show, it totally makes sense to cut out that whole thing. Yeah, there are humans that were hunting them in the story. That's a distraction when we have 10 episodes and so much else to talk about. Yeah. There's yeah. one more. And she was someone who knew Anna Torv. Not to. Oh, the character. Yeah, yeah. What? Anna Torv is the name of the actress. Tess, yeah. yeah. And so, like, oh. And so now, like, after episode three, now, like, now it's more like, I don't know how much I, I don't like now I'm caught up with what I know about the universe because like I knew I knew it was going to have to be the two of them on the journey. Sure. And so I knew not to get too attached to anyone to else. Yeah. There's one yeah. more piece of that episode that I want to mention, which is Joel and Ellie's sort of first moment of connection which is where he reaches out to her for the first time and walks up to her and says is it everything you hoped for when she's looking at the view and she says jury's still out but man you can't beat that view that's direct from the game the scene is shot for shot from the game and it is a very special fan moment it's just one of those and i think i think this might be Mm. why because joel has been resistant to her in every moment it's the first time he initiates a conversation it's the first time he asks her opinion. It's the first time Aww. they kind of they like have a moment, and it's wonderful. And they did they did. It. I think Tess is a big reason for that, though, right? Yeah, because Tess's motivations have changed. Yeah, Tess is a believer, has hope, and sees at the end of what now what she knows is the end of her life. Mm-hmm. Sees a chance to finally do good at the end. Of her, her line to Joel there was tense. 
you know, I'm like, I'm about to die. Like I will accelerate that to save you. Like yeah. if I ever mattered at all, if any of this mm -hmm. relationship and, and whatever you didn't want to label us, like if any of that mattered, take my one last important thing with you and make it important to you too. I think that'll reach you. I don't know who you are. If yeah. that doesn't reach you, man. And it makes the kiss even more <laughs> tragic because the thing that she couldn't get from Joel, the uh, thing that she wanted, the connection that she wanted that she never, I mean, she climbed into the bed and he's facing the other way. He yeah. never touches her like that. She gets that Is from the from infected that? in the last moment uh, of her death. Yeah. Before her death. Oh, Wolf. Man. Yeah. So I have a proposition Dark. for you all. Yeah. We record again this week and do episode three alone because we keep trying to do two episodes at once and it's just not working. Listen, there's only 10 episodes in this season. I don't nine. know when they're going to nine. Yeah, I don't know when they're going to do another one. There's no sense in rushing it. Right. That's fair. Clearly, we're enjoying. We have enough to talk about. That's a good observation. Do you want to do some drums? Okay. I have an update about that podcast we called. We talked about last week. Oh, my God. What I found out the next morning. What stupid podcast. The JK Rowling podcast. Uh -oh. What I found out the next morning that these people came to LeakyCon and recorded interviews with people at LeakyCon under a false pretense. So it was a press pass that they applied for that went to some site that doesn't exist anymore that now forwards to the Barry Weiss conservative blah blah blah. Mm -hmm. And we have very clear guidelines that if you're going to interview anybody at our event, you have to tell them what it's for, you have to make them sign a waiver, all these things. And they took interviews with these people just talking about how much they love Harry Potter while ignoring that the and all its attendees very much pushed against all of J.K. Rowling's rhetoric. It just, they were technically, it's not like illegal, but man, does it feel slimy. Yeah, I didn't really listen to it, so that I don't is... really know what they were asking them. Like just, setting them up with quotes. like gotcha kind of questions, or was it just like a fluff piece? It's all just quotes about how much they love Harry Potter. It's a fluff, every, the whole thing's a fluff piece. Yeah. It's a fluff piece. You can tell that they cut, there's like, no there's one line. Like, 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 you could pull that from any yeah. year no, you wanted like, to. Yeah, right, you had to come to the gun. Sorry, Frankie, what were you saying? But there's one, there was one line that said that they were, for, you could tell, I think, by the tone of the, of the voice and just the language used that it was past tense that, like, we used to do her as our, like, as a mother, a mom, and, but, like, but then they, like, maternally, but then, and then it, and then they talk about how people view her maternally. There, it definitely was, was, a it was said in a context with a caveat. Yeah. I didn't yeah. listen to it. Because it said, it was past it, just like, I, 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 like my curiosity got the yeah. better of me, and... I'm not gonna. I try. I tried. I did crawl. try to listen to it. And somebody was like, "Oh, LeakyCon people are in this one." Well, I gotta listen. So I just skipped around a little bit and listened to the LeakyCon interviews. What else you watching? What else? What else you guys doing lately? Uh, Steven Universe. Oh, I'm rewatching that with Jem. I've heard it's so good. Oh, so wonderful. <laughs> it's honestly the opposite of The Last okay. of Us, but with Jem. A good like palate cleanser. It's sherbet, but it's but it gets complicated. Like there's some nice complicated flavors in it later. It mature as well. It, it, it's a show that ages well. And going back and watching it from the beginning again, yeah, how how fun it is to be in that universe. It makes me want to be. I want to be a crystal gem. What would my gem be? I would be a little, 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 and I draw my gem. Frankie, I'm waiting for you to just create it's your like own sorting one of yourself. These things one day. Mm -hmm. It's like I know that you love the system of it all, and I feel like it's just a question of like patience between you and like having your own version of this thing that we're talking about. You could give a well, more I mean, binary. There, well, definitely, there's definitely been a drive to want to tell a story, and so it's gonna. There's, I think, eventually, a want is. I went through some complicated bullshit, and so I think there's some narrative that I can I can use yeah. to help people. What else are you guys paying attention to these days? I was trying to think if there's any other show that like we have been excited about and watching and I'm <gasps> stumbling. I can't struggling to think of anything. I have been listening. I have a book oh, recommendation. Uh, the oh, Yeah, The House by the Cerulean Sea by Teen. Mm -hmm. I think it's, I don't know. Um, it's just this really, uh, 
Um, in this world, there are, there are magical people. And so this, he's a caseworker that works with magical youth and he go, inspects um, orphanages that house magical youth and make sure that things are up to par. And then he goes to this one actual island. They, they, the special people, like management takes him out of his role and he goes there, he, fall, he meets this guy. They, there's love to meet all the kids. There's like one of the kids is the Antichrist and that's what he has to check up on him because he's really powerful and dangerous. And it's just a really lovely. I got a lot out of it from like, like being queer. It's like, oh, it's like any, any kind of othered, like the magical people just kind of like X. It's kind of like X. I don't know. Mrs. Peregrine's children. You know what I mean? Cool. But there's no fighting. It's all, it's really, really quaint. There's a film oh, fighting. A creature that is there is but it's not it's just wonderful it was a really really lovely i have been listening huh? to worlds beyond number the new D D podcast by brennan lee mulligan nabria iyengar arathishi and lou wilson oh. oh it's so good i'm a patron so i can get the early content and like all the lots of content Ooh. it's like take the best people in the game and just what's it called worlds beyond number it is absurd. They're like playing with the genre. It, it's delicious. It's very, very good. Can't recommend it enough. I'm just went to it. Boom. Yeah, Download these and listen to these later. Love it. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Anyway, y'all, I miss you. Miss you too. We're going to see you both. Miss pretty you guys soon. too. It's nice to. Yeah. It's nice getting to I hang know. out. And... Yeah, it's nice to have a reason to, to come together. Chitty chat, chat, even though it's a scary no. zombie show. Frankie, you can pick the next thing. We're done with this. <laughs> you pick being, the next I'm thing. We can do Steven Universe or something. It'd be great. I will say this. That's all. still listening. There's the reason that we picked this show wasn't just like this random thing. I know we're twisting Frankie's arm here, but like at least from on my part, like. No, nothing else has came around that has like scratched the itch quite itch. as well since Harry Potter even like in all the time in between that probably says more about me and my awareness of fiction in general but I just happened on this one and maybe it was the combination of the game and the show just totally but we didn't just like have the topic handed to us here it was interesting enough to actually like, want to pick it apart like we picked apart Harry Potter because that that's the fun part a lot of meat on the bone. Yeah, and even in, in my discomfort, I'm still enjoying Good. this. Good, Frankie. You know, I'm just being vocal, like, ooh, gross, ooh. So, like, this is fun, and I probably wouldn't watch it if we weren't doing this, so in a way, I'm grateful. Also scared. <laughs> <laughs> grateful and scared. Excited and scared. Cool. Well, twiddle dials and stuff. See you next time. Take care, y'all. Bye-bye. See you next time. Don't mushroom. No.